From Smashing the Plateau, I'm David Schreiner-Khan with Going Solo. In this show, we discuss building your own successful business after a late career job loss. Do I want to continue to stay in this corporate life? Do I want to continue climbing the corporate ladder? Or am I ready to use my own skills and step out of the corporate ladder and start my own business? Today on episode 15 of Going Solo, I'm speaking with Stephanie Vershow. After working over a decade as a marketer for global beauty companies, Stephanie became a certified empowerment coach. Listen to Stephanie explain how she redefined success for herself and made it come to fruition. You can find out more about Stephanie and all of our episodes at smashingtheplateau.com slash going solo. If you are building your own business after a late career job loss, let's talk. Go to our website at smashingtheplateau.com and click on Schedule Time with David to speak with me. Now, before we jump into this incredibly important topic with Stephanie, I'd like to talk to you about CASSource. If you're creating content that gives real value, ideas, information, a story, a gift, or entertainment, and you want to build connections with your audience, call the marketing team at CASSource. They'll help you with the creative and the execution of the creative. Learn more by visiting cascm.com. Now let's welcome Stephanie Vershow. Stephanie is an ICF certified empowerment coach, motivational speaker, energy healer, and founder of SV Empowerment. After working over a decade as a marketer for global beauty companies such as L'Oreal, Stephanie realized that she was no longer fulfilled in her career. She decided to embark on a self-discovery journey to discover her purpose. That path led her to learn about coaching, and in the process, she discovered her own purpose, be a coach with a mission to partner with ambitious high performers and provide empowerment towards the discovery of self-fulfillment. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Hello, David. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you're here today. Stephanie, what caused you to realize that you needed to make a change in your work? To get down to it internally, And I just did not feel, I did not feel well. I felt that there was something off. Just, I felt, I feel a lot of things in my stomach. You know, they always say you either feel in your gut or in your chest. My stomach just felt really heavy, really tight. And I was like, this is not good. Something's got to change. And and how long had you been in uh, your career or your place of employment when you were starting to notice these things? Uh, it was probably around 12, 12 years after, after working in corporate America. So my whole career was really marketing and PR. And I would say around year 12 is when I started realizing that something was off. The, the difficult part was that I was working for, you know, a well-known company. I kept growing and it's one of those things where externally everything looked really good. And even to the ego, was like, you know, you're making money, you're working for a rec- for a well-recognized company. You know, there's no way that you should leave what you're doing right now. It makes no sense. So it was a very scary thought at the beginning. Yeah. And when you finally either told people around you what you were planning to do, or maybe you did it and then you told them, what kind of reaction did you get? 
Yeah. So I was very clear in not to share this with many people because I was so still insecure in the decision to leave corporate that I thought I didn't really want to get more external insecurities. So I kept it to less than five people. And even within the really close circle, even though everybody was supportive, they were, they were questioning me like, are you sure? Do you want to start a business? And, you know, then they start telling you about all the rates of business failures of, or what it takes to establish a successful business. So yeah, it was definitely a, a challenging conversation within the people that I trusted. Mm. So how did you feel when you first started out? So my journey was interesting because I discovered it just, you know, not to get too much into it, but it was through my own process of not feeling fulfilled that I ended up working with a coach. And just because I knew I didn't want to go to therapy, I thought it was, it was more of a coaching challenge that I was experiencing. And it was through the coaching that I realized like, you know what, let me go to coaching school in case I go through another, you know, quarter life crisis that I want to know all the techniques to help myself through, you know, whatever challenge might come up next. So I decided to go to coaching school and it was in the process of coaching school that I fell in love with coaching. And that's when I realized like, wow, this is truly my purpose. But coaching school was a little over 10 months. So it was within the 10 month journey that part of me was already thinking, I know that I'm going to eventually quit and start my own business. But I had a really, I had 10 months to change my beliefs and to start, you know, believing in myself and thinking, you know, thousands of people have started their own business. I know I can do this myself. So that was like a, like a good amount of time to shift. And then when the time came and I was like, all right, time's up, I got to jump. It, that part was still really scary. So even though I knew internally, intuitively, I was making the right decision externally was really, really scary. So it was, it was definitely a conflict that it was just like, they say you throw, you get thrown in the middle of the ocean and then you figure it out. That's literally how it felt for me. Mm. And how long did it take you before you felt like you had a stable business that was working? Ooh, um, it took me a good year and a half. I think it's such a subjective time frame, you know, but I think the biggest thing for me was, well, the first, my first year I was planning a wedding and starting a business. <laughs> so I don't know if I recommend people to do, to go such extremes, but I, I definitely have a stream, uh, an extreme personality, but I think that year and a half was because a lot of my corporate persona and the way I operated in corporate, I brought it onto my business. And it took me a little bit to realize that some of those behaviors and habits were really helpful and other behaviors and behaviors and habits were not helpful at all. So I think in that process, David, I learned how to discover myself. So I really had to step back and reanalyze like, all right, this was Stephanie Corbred. These are the things that worked for her. And then this was Stephanie Corbred. And these were the things that did not work for her. And then rebuild myself. Like I had to shed a layer of my skin that I've been wearing at that time for, I guess, close to now 13, almost 14 years. And I'm sure, you know, you know this, or if, you know, you've heard it before, it's on teaching yourself certain habits is not the easiest of things. So I think the year and a half was really a process of, let me get rid of all this skin that doesn't really serve me. And then who do I want to be as a business owner? 
right? Like what are the things about myself that I've been hiding for so many years that I want to release and share? And what were the other things that incorporate were really, really helpful and I want to continue using those habits and that part of myself. Right. And so all this time, Stephanie, once you launched your business, you were both working in the business, delivering results for your clients, and you're also working on your business, trying to figure out what it is you want your business to be like, who you want to be as a business owner, business leader, and how to make it work for you as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the biggest thing, David, that began that shift was when I realized probably within six months of starting my business, and this is something I would definitely suggest to anybody that's thinking about the journey or it's beginning the journey to ask yourself, you know, to redefine what success means to you. Because the first six to eight months of my business, I was still operating under success, what success meant to me as a corporate marketer, which was making more money and getting a promotion. So back then, success, of course, yes, launch products effectively and, and that, but personal, for me, success was, you know, where, when, am, when is my next promotion and when am I going to get a bump in my salary? And when you start your own business, you know, the title is never going to change. You know, you can be founder, owner, coach, whatever you want to call yourself, but you're never going to get another change in title, most likely. And then the money is really subjective. Like I can get quote unquote, promote it, promote it daily, meaning I can make more money daily or monthly or so versus in corporate where you get a promotion usually once a year, or you get a salary bump once a year after you do your, your reviews. So if I kept operating under that definition of success, I think it would have been a big mess for me because I would have, I would have tried to continue operating at something that was really an illusion. It, it wasn't going to happen. So I would have kept feeling like a failure and that would have really made a a big difference in the success of my business. Yeah. Stephanie, how long has it been since you've launched your business now? It's been close to two and a half years. And how's it going so far? It's been, I have to tell you, amazing. After I made that shift of changing my definition of success and after I got really clear on who I was as a person and who do I want to work with, that's when everything changed because I wasn't just chasing after everybody and everything. I was very focused on this is who I want to work with. And these are the services that I can provide, not just based on the, you know, two and a half years or three years. Cause before that, you know, I'd been close to three years that I've been doing coaching, but I was in corporate for almost 15 years and I'm working with people that are in corporate. So I had to really see myself as not only my lifespan as a coach, but my success that I've had in corporate and bring all of that together into my business. Right. So, uh, so a narrower focus. Yes, exactly. Very focused. So now that I have that, I know where to go to, who can I talk to, what are their pain points and what I can help them solve in their own lives. Okay. So, so who is it that you now serve? So the people that I serve now are people that are in corporate and I would say mid-level managers to uh, directors within that realm. So similar to 10 to 15 years in corporate that are waking up and they're asking themselves, do I want to continue to stay in this corporate life? Do I want to continue climbing the corporate ladder Or am I ready to use my own skills and step out of the corporate ladder and start my own business? So that's really my my bread and butter. 
Right, which sounds a lot like your own personal history. Absolutely, yes, 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 yes. It's exactly that. It's where I was, you know, three years ago where I asked myself, I could continue staying here, being successful, um, or I could start my own business. But I think ultimately who I want to help, David, are people that are not feeling fulfilled any longer by what they're doing. They're having, you know, they're successful in what they're earning. They're successful in their resume. And, you know, if if you looked at their LinkedIn profile, you know, there is success in that. But within themselves, they're like, I don't feel fulfilled by what I'm doing anymore. So that creates a lot of conflict internally. Mm. So what are some of the biggest obstacles to their being able to become more fulfilled internally? The biggest obstacles that I've seen in in my clients is uh, lack of uncertainty. So they're uncertain, they're getting caught up in, again, this is my title, this is my salary, and, but I'm not fulfilled. So there's uncertainty towards which direction to take on their lives. But funny enough, that ends up leading to two things. It leads to lack of motivation. So even though they're high performers and they're used to taking action and succeeding, they feel zero motivation. So it starts affecting their jobs. And then the other thing is there's a lack of absence of boundaries. So it means that either they're allowing their managers to tell them what to do They don't know how to put their foot down and really, you know, say, this is what I suggest for the business and really give their opinion because they're feeling a ton of confusion. And that ultimately leads leads to a lot of anxiety and stress. So there's like these four buckets of uncertainty, lack of motivation, absence of boundaries, and then they end up feeling a ton of anxiety and stress. And all of that, it's like a formula for a disaster on what's showing up in their lives, whether it's now problems in their relationships, challenges in their jobs, or maybe their moms or dads, they're also not showing up fully as parents in their lives. So it bleeds into other areas of their lives. Yeah. And what do you find they really desire in terms of outcomes? You know what it is? They know exactly what they want to do. So they're like, mostly for for most of my clients, they want to start their own business. But because they have families, they don't feel confident enough within themselves. And they've never done it before, to be honest. So it makes sense. If I were to leave the corporate environment, will I be able to be successful and also create this financial independence that I currently have in my life? And besides getting some good coaching help, what kinds of resources do you see that they really need? Ultimately, so it always begins with, and you know, this is very marketing, but it applies to all areas in your life. It starts by saying, let's get you, let's figure out what fulfills you, right? So that's why they come to, they hire me. It's like, I want to figure out what fulfills me because I have no idea. Of course they do. We all know what fulfills us. So in the process, you learn to own yourself, right? Like, what makes you unique? What are quote unquote your powers? And that's the, the fulfillment. So I do it in two ways. The first way is through coaching. So it's through, you know, techniques, tools, things that they're going to be able to do as high performers. High performers loves anything that's structure, right? It's like, tell me what to do. I'm going to answer these questions and you're going to tell me what fulfills me. But um, we always pair that with a lot of energy work and subconscious work because internally, if internally they don't believe they're going to figure out what fulfills them, it's going to be hard for them to externally figure that out. So I bring them in to say, let's figure out what fulfills you and get rid of that anxiety and that uncertainty. 
ultimately we end up figuring out what fulfills them, but really get really confident with who they are. So they get to make the choice. I want to stay in corporate because right now that's what best for my family. And we're able to figure out something within their corporate environment that truly fulfills them. Or they make a choice to step out, start their business, and really take that leap of faith for themselves. Right. And Stephanie, for those that do step out and take the leap of faith and become entrepreneurs, what do you see as some of the most important, again, outside of, of coaching, what are some of the most important resources or tools that can really make it or break it for them? If you say outside of coaching, I think the biggest tool is listening to their intuition. And I know we're getting into this like, you know, whole like, woo, woo, what people might call, um, which I operate from that a lot. It's a heart center place. So ultimately, if you are listening to your intuition and you're saying like I did, right, like most of us do when it's like you're making that decision that feels really scary, but you know it's the right decision to make. As long as you listen to that, meaning, okay, who do I network with? What type of events do I go? Who are my type of clients? And you constantly maintain that inner dialogue within yourself, you're not going to fail. It's impossible. The minute you stop listening to that and you go back to what's realistic, to what's logic, to what makes sense, to what others want me to do, that to me is what makes or breaks the ultimate success within your life and your business. Yeah, one of the ways I've seen this play out with people is when they say yes to too many opportunities, especially when they're earlier on in their entrepreneurial journey. Yes. And they they haven't really clarified in a narrow way who their ideal clients are. They often will say yes to too many different kinds of business opportunities and they get really stretched thin and scattered. Absolutely. And you know, it's funny you say that because I have a theory on why that happens. And I think the reason why is because when we're in corporate, most of these big organizations or any organization for that matter, nowadays, teams are run very lean, right? So you're wearing 15 hats at any different time. Like I was doing marketing, but I was also doing analysis and PR and digital. So you're doing, you know, 20 different things throughout the day. And companies are pushing you to have you know, to broaden your skill level. So now you're used to doing 20 things, but it's somewhat a control safe environment because you're still getting paid. You're still, you know, you're doing your nine to five, your your nine to nine, whatever it might be. So when you come out to your own company, you're used to operating at that level where you're doing 20 different things and quote unquote, you're still being successful, right? Because you have the title and you have the money. Then you're trying to recreate that into your own company it, it's a recipe for a disaster because then you want to do all those same things, but you're also responsible for the success of your own business. And that's when you say you get stretched out too thin, you burn out and you're not even getting clients because you don't even have the time to put yourself out there. You're so behind your computer screen. Right, right, right. So what I've seen is on the aspect of running their business, I've seen entrepreneurs who try to do all of the marketing, the sales, the operations, mm-hmm. the, the customer <laughs> the fulfillment, the yes. di- right technology, all themselves. <laughs> and they also try to work with a really broad array of clients. And like you focused on one particular kind of problem and one particular niche in the corporate market of people who are mid-level 
They've been in corporate for 10 to 15 years, and they're trying to figure out what it is that they really want and what's going to make them feel fulfilled. And you're saying no to everything else. Now I did. At the beginning, I didn't. At the beginning, I wanted to work with anybody that would give me money. <laughs> and right. I wanted to do, like like you said, SEO and PR and build my website. And that lasted about six months or seven months tops. And then I found myself saying, if you truly want to establish a legacy and a building and a business, not just for you, but for your family and your kids and generations to come, this that you're doing, Stephanie, is not going to work out. And that's when I said, all right, what? That's when I went in. So that's when I realized like I need to go in through meditation, through stillness, through prayer, through journaling and ask my intuition, right? Like, what do I need to focus on? Because I did all the things that I was supposed to do and it was not working out. And I panicked. I was like, oh my gosh, I left corporate. I'm burning out. I don't even know what I'm doing. And I think that's part of everybody's journey. Like, I think we all need to experience that to realize wait a minute, like, like, you know, what's my zone of genius? What are the things that I do really well? And I left corporate for what to do the same thing I was doing, but just in the comfort of my own, you know, living Mm -hmm. room, (laughs) like, no, (laughs) like I want to be successful. So that's when I realized, and it was super scary because I'm also like type a, I want results. I want structure, but I'm also super spiritual and very, I want to go in. So in that moment, I had the choice to say, let me continue taking action and doing the the 25 things every day, or let me try, let me just try for the next six months to do something that I've never done before, even though it was something that I always was called to do. And that's when the internal work began. That's when I went in and I was like, all right, intuition, what do I have to do? What do I have to focus on? Who are my clients? And that through journaling and meditation and stillness is when I discovered Go for who you were four years ago, right? You know your pain points. You know how it felt to be in an environment that it was super scary to leave, even though you knew you weren't fulfilled. Go after, they exist. Like you existed. You were not the only one. There are thousands of people that are where you used to be. And that's that's how I got to be where I am today. And that's when the clients started coming in. That's when the confidence started going up. So that was a game changer for me. Yeah, well, congratulations for figuring that out. Thank you. And Stephanie, what? So, what does the future look like for you and your business? Where Where do you see things going? Oh, for me, I think it's it's going to be a constant evolution, right? Especially because I want to do this for for the rest of my life. But I can tell you, for the next year or two, I think it's continuing. I want to be that person that tells the me's in corporate, the people that are in corporate and they feel like they are trapped, that they are not trapped, and they're it's not too late to follow their, their, what fulfills them to follow their heart. I think for me is dismantling and demystifying the whole like spiritual and internal journey is the way to outer fulfillment and to true success. So I want to demystify to, you know, going after your intuition and what feels right. That's the way that you're truly going to find what, you know, lights you up, what sets you up and, and find that inner fulfillment. So um, I want to bring that to corporations and to people that believe that, you know, everything is external. I think everything starts from within. Sounds great. Stephanie, if uh, anyone wants to go deeper with what you share today or learn more, where would they go? Yes. So go to my website. I would say the three places that I'm most active, definitely my website, Stephanie 
com, And I'm sure you can find the spelling, I'm sure, hopefully on your show notes. And then I'm very active on LinkedIn and on Instagram as well. So those are the three places if you want to get to know me a little bit better, where you can learn a little bit more about me and definitely feel free to reach out. I love to talk to people that are beginning to fantasize what it's like to you know, follow their heart. So please feel free to reach out and let's start a conversation. Do you have a free gift for our audience? You know what? I do. On my website, if you sign up, I have five. uh, They can download on my homepage a a ways, and it's totally opposite from what we've talked about, but it's still a lot of fun, on ways to start working with crystals in their corporate lives. I remember when I was in corporate, I would bring crystals. Um, Crystals are very grounding. They have a very grounding energy. So I have a free download that people can grab from my website. Sounds great. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. My guest has been empowerment and energy coach, Stephanie Vershow. Thank you again, Stephanie, for joining us. Thank you, David. When you visit the Going Solo website at smashingtheplateau.com slash going solo, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mentioned on the show. Today, we learned how Stephanie went from a marketer for global beauty companies to become a certified empowerment coach and much more. If you are building your own business after a late career job loss, let's talk. Go to our website at smashingtheplateau.com and click on Schedule Time with David to speak with me. Remember to subscribe on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review if you can. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you help us bring Going Solo to you for free. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.